are now listening to The Junk and Jam Hour Online Radio Broadcast With your on-air host Christopher Albert He is going to amaze you Surprise you Or sadly underwhelm you That's for you to decide In the meantime Stay tuned It's The Junk and Jam Hour With Christopher Albert As heard only on Radio Free Brooklyn Which means it's Monday And some of you are still white girl wasted I guess you can be black girl wasted too But that sounds racist So we'll just say white girl wasted Yeah White girl wasted Right here on The Junk and Jam Hour Hello everyone Happy Monday Yes, I am Chris Robert. You are listening to The Junker Jam Hour right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, the nonprofit community organization and freeform internet radio station, streaming original content by New York City artists and broadcasters, journalists, um, artists of all kinds, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, now we do have a special guest in the building. Um, let's get, let's get, let's get that intro started. My special guest joining me in the studio today is a storyteller and media professional, uh, with a bachelor's of fine arts in film production and was once honored as the best screenplay recipient of BMCC's illustrial, illustrious film festival. <laughs> he now specializes in event filmmaking and works hard to turn dreams into a reality by capturing those very special moments, whether it be a wedding, a sweet 16, an engagement, a baptism, maybe a bat mitzvah. Who knows, maybe you're having a release from prison uh, celebration, a coronation, maybe. (laughs) Um, Bonus, he's also a composer and produces his own electronic music, which is fun. Please help me welcome writer, storyteller, producer, composer, filmmaker, editor, your friendly neighbor, videographer, no relation to Spider-Man, founder of Brian Breton Media, Mr. Brian Breton. Hello there. Brian Breton. Brian Breton. Mira, I know him. That's Brian Breton. <laughs> oh my goodness. Muchísimas gracias. <laughs> Yo, thank you so much, Chris, for having me here on this platform. Uh, um, no, I'm thank so you. excited. Thank you so much. Now, um, before getting to know all about you, okay, you are going to join me for a very special uh, segment. Oh, wow. Already? Uh, already. <laughs> uh, this uh, first segment, of course... Um, Yes. <laughs> we call this very first segment the not so fake really weird news segment, okay? Okay. Not so fake really weird news. All right. I love how you can just do. Now, I don't compose music. Um, but apparently I know how to compose. <laughs> no, yeah, you do. Women to talk for oh, me. Okay. Robotic women. Okay. Yes. Uh, so now um, this from Next Star Broadcasting Incorporated. Um news from South Carolina. Let's just take this down a little bit. Now, a woman from South Carolina was caught driving drunk. Okay. Um, but was not cited a DUI 
because her vehicle of choice that day was a toy truck. Fun, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to be drunk if you're going to go out driving. We're not talking about like a toy, like RC remote well, control car. So here's what happened: they charged her. She's 25 years old, by the way. And just to put her info out there, her name is Megan Holman. <laughs> Megan Holman of South Carolina uh, was charged with public intoxication because police spotted her cruising down the road in a Power Wheels electric toy truck after a caller reported a suspicious person on the street. <laughs> it's okay. You can laugh. It's fine. Um, I mean, because I... I, I don't... I'm such a visual person. I'm trying to picture it, and it kind of like. How do you get into a power? Maybe she's just a tiny person. I mean, if you're that intoxicated, I'm pretty sure you could try to fit you yourself. Will, you into will try anything. to squeeze in yeah. too. That's true. I mean, how many thin? No, let me let me stop. <laughs> I mean, I guess I assume if you're from South Carolina, you're eating well. Okay, that could be a possibility. So she, she might have had to squeeze her ass, probably into a power wheels. Okay. Uh, shepherdexpress.com well I think they've given us the next three items so now an unidentified man in Tuscumbia Alabama have you ever visited Tuscumbia Alabama I I have never even visited Alabama I know you like to travel but yeah but Tuscumbia I don't know yeah probably (laughs) not the place to go Um, now the man got a peculiar surprise after taking part in the American tradition, as we all do, of online shopping. Okay. Last month, um, he ordered some household items from Amazon. But when his package arrived <laughs> just a few weeks ago on May 23rd, he was alarmed to discover that instead of the shower curtains he ordered, he was instead delivered a urine sample. Wow! Just someone's urine sample in a box. I guess that was probably going to wherever they process urine. Say apparently. I mean, I'm pretty sure whoever packaged it was like, if you're you have anything to order that has to do with like a restroom or bathroom, it may not have been shower curtains, but here's a bottle of piss. Yeah. Like so, um, <laughs> this was his statement when I reached in and pulled it out. Lots one choice that it was some kind of urine specimen or something like that. <laughs> An Amazon representative said the company was very sorry about the mistake, um, but um, it's safe to say that they didn't ask for him to return the urine sample. Oh, wow. Wow. Yikes. That's just random. That's a bummer. Have you ever gotten, I mean, well, we're all used to late or missing shipments. Yeah. But have you ever gotten something that was not yours? Um, I mean... We'll talk about that, right? You, because you're in business. Yeah. You order a lot of parts, whether it's electronics yeah. or specific lenses, mics, what have you. I have never really received anything Tripods. that wasn't mine. Yeah. But I, I did order a water bottle oh. and, and only part of it showed up. <laughs> so I couldn't just really Just the claim. top of it? Yeah. yeah not it, the bottle? <laughs> it, actually, it was just the bottom of it, the bottle, but no top. Got it. And, you know, that's... Not a universal thing that you could just screw yeah, with any bottle. No. So, I mean, what's the point of having? A, you could just walk around with a cup. Exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> Georgia, that's not in Georgia. That's her name, Georgia Zawaki. Okay. 
of West Newton Borough, Pennsylvania, celebrated her 55th birthday recently uh, by drinking vodka all day. Wow. Another, I guess, another inebriated story. Yes. Uh, but according to her boyfriend, lucky for her, having a boyfriend of 55, go you, Georgia. <laughs> Uh, his name is David Ray. After going out, he took her out to dinner to mark the occasion. Yeah. After going out and drinking vodka, <laughs> she became angry to find that there were no gifts, cards, or cake when they got back home. Which I think should be... St- Obviously, there should be some budget to leave out for your girlfriend. Okay. She's 55. I'm assuming she's expecting. But she got really angry. They went out to... They went out to drink. And yeah. It's like, so next thing you know, <laughs> to his words, I'm getting stabbed. <laughs> oh, no. He told Westmoreland County Police that, that Georgia came at him with a box cutter. Um, she went to my neck. She says, I'm going to kill you. She ended up cutting his arm and then destroyed his bedroom, I'm assuming with the box cutter. Uh, she threw his TV to the floor and broke his bed. Uh, she was charged with aggravated assault and, of course, spent the rest of her birthday in jail. Wow. Yeah. Now, you haven't dated in a while. No, that's true. Yeah. So let this be a lesson to you. <laughs> I mean, if you're th- going to take her out for her birthday, make sure there's something. If you didn't give it to her already at dinner, <laughs> a card. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking what he may have done was let her drink as much vodka so that way she would not remember or consider any other thing and then at that point if i'm getting like stabbed to death like just finish the job because if you're gonna break my tv and destroy my bedroom those things are replaceable (laughs) your life isn't (laughs) maybe not my laptop she's also replaceable by the way true that could be yes yeah but if you go for my camera gear yeah and my laptop yeah just finish the job I think she can just do it with water. She doesn't need <laughs> She wouldn't need a box cutter. Yeah. Which I guess is the downside to being a media professional. Yes, correct. Okay, so last news item on the list. A man named, named Leonard, Leonard Olsen, 70, was arrested. Oh, wow. <laughs> in Lakeland. You're never too old to be arrested, right? Uh, was arrested in Lakeland, Florida, uh, recently for reckless driving. After an off-duty sheriff's deputy filmed him sitting on his sunroof while his Cadillac was still moving, motoring down the road at 40 miles per hour. So, Leonard was caught by a, a patrolman sitting on top of his sunroof on his car while it was still moving. Um, so when they, when the patrol troopers asked him stopped him and asked him about riding on his sunroof, he said, I don't know nothing about that. (laughs) But later he did admit that his car was on cruise control. Why not? Because in his words, I thought thought it would be a nice way to praise God for a minute. And that's what I did. (laughs) I think he just took the term ghost ride the whip and just like advanced it to the next level. Oh yeah, that's the thing. You know, you can just have, ride the whip. Yeah, you'll have the the vehicle just cruising along, and then you'll like walk outside the door, and you'll start dancing oh, in front of it. Oh yeah, but he took it to the level yes. where I could actually get on top of my sunroof yeah. while it's like moving. So, yeah, 
I guess you're not too old to be that hip Daring either. You know? Hip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe he had broken hips too. Who knows? Um, so after his arrest, uh, he told officers he would rather be taken to jail than go back home to his wife <laughs> who treats him like a servant. I mean, what if she could also be the one who has the box cutter? Oh, and well, now this, this whole thing different. becomes a whole another scenario. Yeah, That's scary. Well, <laughs> different woman, different yeah, yeah. gentleman. But I, I mean, who knows? <laughs> who I knows? Mean, who knows? It sounds like his wife doesn't need a box cutter. So they say. So, um, okay, guys, that's not so fake, really weird news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, back to you, sir. Um, anything you particularly do on a Monday afternoon that we are taking your sweet, precious time away from? Um, I know I wouldn't probably be in Brooklyn, but no. <laughs> that's, that's the adventurous part of me that kind of sticks out. Yeah. Um, there are times when I'm looking for like, an escape to try to just go places because as I meant or you mentioned before about being like a traveler I like to see different sites and yes. see different types of people especially being Brooklyn I'm yes. usually in Manhattan in a like midtown very uh, is it blue collar white collar I'm not really sure what the term is but it's, it's very a mixture of both it's like a very businessy I mean there's so much construction going on so it's a mixture correct. right but then now arriving here in Brooklyn you could see all like the artistic artsy fartsy yeah and it was Pretty interesting. Yeah, I yeah. stopped by like a coffee shop, got yeah. a bottle of water for hundred percent charity based. Yes, <laughs> thank God that's where those five dollars is going. That's right. Um, well, and part of it to pay their rent. And so now, um, well, let's start because you grew up in the Bronx. Yes. Um, but you now reside. You came all the way to us to Brooklyn from. Teaneck. <laughs> Teaneck, New Jersey. Teaneck, New Jersey. That's right. Joycey. Joycey. <laughs> um, well, I've heard a few artists. Did you move there because obviously one, you like, maybe you like the quiet. You said, I think you live in a suburban town now. Yes. Um, is it is it cheaper though? Not only nicer, but cheaper? It is cheaper for what parts you... parts of the city. Correct. It is cheaper as well as the space is actually much larger. Um, I'm paying around the same amount of rent that I used to have back in Queens. For? I used to have a studio. And now I have yeah. a one bedroom apartment. Yay. So I've upgraded and it's really not as more expensive than the one that I had in Queens. Yeah. I mean, you so. still have to travel. You travel for work. Anyway. Yeah, tra travel for work. But predominantly my reason for being in that area is because I'll have a lot of family out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so that works. So it's really good to... So you didn't need a lot of convincing. No, not at all. It wasn't a hard sell. Not at all. Joycey? What yeah. am I going to do in Joycey? <laughs> yeah, I meet a few people that say Jersey's a, a very boring place. I guess, depending on what township you're in, they're called townships. You sure. know, where yeah. New York is yeah, boroughs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you're around family constantly... You know, everything's... Yeah, every day's a party. Yeah, pretty much. Every day's whatever you make of it, wherever you are. Exactly. Um, I guess it's not... It's not boring if you can... As long as you can get to where you need to go and what you need to do. And, and obviously, lots of things you need to do are here in the city and you can still get here. Correct. Um, so now... Let's go back a little bit. Now, one of your childhood hobbies <laughs> was skating. Yes. Uh, was it like parkour skating? Um, no, nah, it's 
called mild. It's called freestyle rolling. Freestyle rolling. Where you're basically grinding, or it doesn't even have to be grinding. You could be doing anything within a skate park or create an obstacle in front of you. Yeah. And you do it with style. <laughs> so it's pretty much dancing. You do it with panache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like <laughs> dancing with rollerblades on your feet as you're skating throughout, this, this, yeah, throughout yeah, the yeah. city. Um, so, but obviously, like me, well, I grew up on, in, in well, a little, I don't know if it was, a, you know, you grew up in the 90s. Um, I was a child in the 80s, so it was a, probably a little more crack-induced. Um, and there were really no cops in the projects, but... Um, this was your escape. Yes. From the streets, right? Um, but now you started watching skating videos. You said, I wanted to emulate that. Um, but then you started creating your own skating videos. Yeah. And uh, this led... Now, was this obviously part of the inspiration for your, um, you know, videographic yes. journey? Because rollerblading Is that was how you started to experiment with video. Yes, because after I found out about how to capture these images, yeah, I also learned how to put certain types of sounds or music that go in conjunction with these images. Yeah, in a way where I that's where I like really fell in love with it because it's it's editing. You're doing a tedious thing, but when you put the the images that seem very powerful or go perfectly in sync with the certain type of style or music that you have. I figured, you know, I want to turn this into a career where I could open up and branch out to other people's needs. Yeah. And obviously, um, when you're in just audio, as we are right now, obviously audio is very important. Yes. When you're in video, you learn, guess what? Audio is just, is still more important, probably still than the video. Correct. You know. It is. It's yeah. a very impactful thing um, because... You can have the components of video and audio, but now we're going to include something what I do in my uh, videography in case in such cases like um, weddings, for example. Yes. We have the images, we have the audio, some songs, but then the thing that really kind of hits home is when you hear a specific tone of voice or a human speech about something that happened that day. That's very impactful. And then when you know how to weave it together in such a, yeah. elegant way it's just it's a be it's beautiful yeah 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 there's times when i'm editing these things and i'm feeling like deep down in my heart like oh if i'm feeling this way they're gonna feel this way as well so let's skip to that conversation then because you are an event filmmaker correct videographer producer <laughs> uh you record and produce videos for an array of, of events yes right um Let's start here. How do you or how do your clients find you? Um, I would say my clients find me through word of mouth. Yeah. Um, well, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. A lot of the time it's like that. I'll have someone who will write to me either through Instagram or yeah, usually the platforms such as Instagram and Facebook. Those yeah. are like, I think the top two things I'm gaining a lot of, um, I'm receiving a lot of messages from yeah. in terms when, of this work. When did you know that, okay, I wanted to capture these special moments for others? I figured that I wanted to do that when, when I first started working on my own films. Yeah. Because I would produce an idea or I would direct it, you know, shoot it, edit it as well. 
and then I would feel some certain kind of connection to it. So I'm thinking to myself, I feel this way towards it. There's probably a massive amount of people who have their side of their story that they want to tell or that they're experiencing a once in a lifetime event in their life that I can then help them feel as well. Yeah. You know, which and is great because it's it's obviously this this gift. Yeah. It keeps on giving. It's the, yeah, it's the gift. For that a keeps lifetime. On, and for now a lifetime. And now unlike our parents who put it on tape. Which popped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the VCR doesn't want to play it anymore. That goes out. It's um, digitized. Or you right? have like a really important football game you need to see. Sure. So you want to record over it. And you're like, yes. this is going to be down in history you now. You don't have to do that anymore. No. No. You can you can post it up on YouTube and, and whatever you recorded that on. You can. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, do you have. We'll skip that. We're going to come to that. We're going to come to that question. Now, okay. um. Do you have like a, a certain way to produce them? Because like, um, obviously, you one of the things you do, obviously, you, you were talking about is weddings. Yeah. Which I believe is big business. <laughs> is that your most popular request? Yes. Weddings? Yes. They come very often. And it's beautiful because like, then I start like really digging that there's a lot of people who are madly in love with each other yeah in all sorts of aspects in so many different locations and it's just like wow like that's good so, so <laughs> what is then your production process right do you um obviously you get booked do they meet with how far in advance by the way do you usually get this do you ever have like a last minute i get last minutes that was me again more often Oh, okay. More often than the ones that I get booked for like a year in advance. Yeah. So like I guess. Uh, well, there's a lot to put together. Yeah. Just the wedding itself, and then they're like, "Oh shit." Yeah. Even depending on the location. Yeah. Because uh, the one that I, the biggest one I did so far, um, which was great, which was booked since last year, was when I went to Mexico. Ah uh, yes. And that. Oh, that's was, why you were in Mexico. Yes, it was due to a. Um, a oh, that's wedding. great. Yeah, it was. Fantastic on the beach, on the sand, on the of- house. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> I like it. Um, we saw a post of you um, uh, zip zip lining. Correct, right? Okay, so now then, <laughs> what is the process? You meet with the bride and groom. Yeah, or just the bride. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what I want, which is fine. You know, it's a very special day. It's a wedding day. Um. How do you assess what they want? Yeah, um, I would. Li- I would. You um, have to see the space. What? How does that work? Usually, if I get contacted about a job, you know, um, first things first, I would do is like let them. I would showcase them what I've worked on in the past. Sure. So that way they have an idea. If they haven't seen it already. Of course. Right? Yeah. Of course. Um, <laughs> because it's, since it's like word of mouth, they'll be like, "Oh, I heard of this." Brian Breton. Yeah, yeah. I never heard of him. I want to see the video. <laughs> That's right. So I'll show I'll show them a little showcase of something that I've worked yeah. on before, and um, from there on, we start uh, analyzing what what the day is going to be like. From oh, yeah. you know, the right. production is more based on what they're doing, what the itinerary is exactly. Right? The day they're getting ready. Maybe they want that film. Yes. Do you want? You know the brides, um, the 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 brides getting ready to be filmed. Probably not. Maybe that's just photos, and then maybe the groomsmen getting ready. And yeah, we do that with with, with video as well. So yeah. that's we. I would try to do as much as I can 
because I know then if they don't obviously want a, as a particular part, I can always chop it off. Yeah, obviously you know? as a filmmaker, you probably use some of the time to get establishing shots. Yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. Establishing shots, all the uh, very close-up things of, uh, like, let's say, bands, rings, sure, shoes. details, I love Very that. detailed um, items. And um, figure out who the important people are. Yeah. Because you want to make sure, like, oh, if there's a mother, the father, the the best man the bridesmaid you want to find out who all these people are so now you know who to capture for like when you hand them the package they're like oh, i remember this was like my best friend who attended my wedding yeah. you know if you leave that out that's kind of like uh yeah um but then from there on it's just waiting until the big day comes where i have all my equipment double checked triple checked quadruple checked batteries all charged like yes. well that's your job yeah you're just a professional a responsible professional. Very. I, I I feel like once you say you're responsible, <laughs> you're automatically professional. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's just another word for it. Um, so okay, so you're there at the wedding. Um, you're a single gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, has attending the these weddings. You're really. You're literally the eye of these occasions, yes. right? Um, has it taught you anything about unions that you otherwise wouldn't have known? Anything new or? Um. Well, because I'm, I find myself as a real big people's person. Yeah. I kind of find myself getting along with everybody in the space. Sure. Well, every. Everyone likes you, Brian. Aww, I've seen you Chris, around, people. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I still <laughs> want to get on your bad side, guys, because whenever when that's the nice guy in town, oh, keep an eye out on him. Keep an eye on them. <laughs> so you know, there's things that I learned generally just from conversing with people. You know, everybody seems to to enjoy my space, uh, our laughters, our memories, and then they'll teach me things yeah. that you know that I you see, didn't because, know. Because then, I mean, even though you're the man behind the camera, you're obviously still a significant person in the room. Do you ever have to compete with the photographer, by the way, <laughs> for space? Excuse me, I'm trying to get a shot here. <laughs> um, because you don't want. Because I guess at the end of the day, it's like when we're on set. You don't want to catch the other camera either. Yes. In a photo or Correct. or in, in film. Yeah. <laughs> because we are both um, providers like to serve for that day, yeah. we kind of have to communicate already ahead of time, yeah. coordinate. But they have to understand that like as a videographer, I can't do certain Photoshop things. No, but they can. <laughs> but they can. You have to capture it. Yeah. So... so I have to get the flower girl coming down. Just, just Photoshop her in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it. and there's no do-overs for something as big as those. You events. can't get now. If it depends on where they are, right? You yeah. can't get a flash from the camera flashing in front of your yeah camera. Yeah, you know, or even standing in front of the way when there's like a first sure. shoot, you know, <laughs> happening. Um, but yeah, those are things that you can't necessarily do over. So you have to plan and coordinate ahead of time. Making okay. sure you get it yeah. right. I mean, so now obviously you capture people's most intimate moments. Um, I, I love that you do weddings. Um, do people ever get like nervous or maybe like big, like really show offy on camera? They're like, hey, you here's know, my nipple. You know, I had a conversation <laughs> with my brother who's also a photographer. He's great. Hey, bro. <laughs> um, this was a conversation about 
I wonder, like, since I'm rarely ever in front of the camera at these events, do people start showing off their, like, commercial side of them? Yeah. You know? I mean, yes. <laughs> right? It's not something they're used to. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I'm assuming because of the affair, especially at least the wedding. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I expect the reception people will show off. Yeah. That's understandable. But I'm assuming at... When you think, oh, it's the bride's day. If anyone's going to act up, just let the bride do it. Yeah, true. Just let her <laughs> put her uh, put dial it up. Everyone needs to dial it down. Yeah. But then they also get used to you anyway. Oh yeah, of right. Course. Because I feel like you're trying to be a fly on the wall, mm-hmm. but you're still the elephant in the room. Yeah. How do you how do you balance that? Because I know that. They brought me here for a specific reason, and I have well, to the, let the, them. Well, the bride and groom know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so what happens is I have to kind of direct them if I need a specific shot at a specific location of the room. I yeah. would have to bring them over so I can get it. You know, the best lighting. Yes. Um, places I can deal with. So then, your main concern is always going to be them too, regardless. You might get some B-roll or some shots of people. Yes. Who are in attendance. The interesting thing about it... Because you do have their parties, right? Yes. The The interesting part about that is when the family doesn't necessarily know that I'm the fly on the wall that was hired by the bride and groom. They'll stand in front of the camera. Hey, I want to give a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say hey to you. Congratulations. Or or most of the time, (laughs) they, they think I'm taking a photo. So they just kind of pose there. And then I'll have to kind of gesture that I'm actually filming. That's hilarious. (laughs) Sounds like you went to one of my... <laughs> That'll be my sister. Get out of the way. Yeah. Um. So now, but now, do you ever overhear anything maybe you're not supposed to? You have to edit it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, 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 that happens. <laughs> I can't stand that bitch. <laughs> why would she... Why would he marry her? Yeah. Um, fortunately enough, um, the audio that I would record is directly to like the bride, groom, or the person marrying them. Yeah. So I don't really get that extra background noise because I'll take off whatever's being recorded on the camera and leave it for the clean cut audio. Yeah. So, was there ever someone, whether a bride or whoever, you know, um, the mother of the sixteen-year-old who you know, you were there for her sweet sixteen, unhappy? Yes. And you already knew it was coming. Some people, let's be honest, especially you're in a particular, whatever service, they're just never going to be happy. I think part of also editing... And you're a professional, (laughs) so you know what you're doing. I think part of also editing these pieces, I have a lot of fun, like in my own little creative workspace because I'm reliving the day so I get to hear it again like all the things that happened yeah yeah and then like I'd I'd have such a blast laughing at all the funny things that happened yeah yeah but now at the end of it though they've always been happy with your work yes yeah sure yeah yeah. do they ever want like why didn't so but you do get requests though do they ever get do you ever get like an odd request to Uh film something or get us in the fountain we're gonna take a dip in the fountain (laughs) No, not necessarily. I haven't really gotten a, a very strange request. Um, I would say... So nothing ridiculous. No, nothing necessarily ridiculous. Only because I guess they would see like what my work is, yeah. is up well, to. Well, I guess I wouldn't say ridiculous, but maybe like 
something that would be peculiar to others. So I guess maybe you're still waiting for your Halloween themed wedding. <laughs> yes. That oh, would that be would fun. be great. I think. Have you ever had anything themed other than birthdays? <clears throat> Not necessarily. You're waiting but for I'm waiting That'd for great. a like a Halloween themed or a like classic retro video. You're just game. gonna have to stage one. You're just uh, gonna have to stage one for your <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or I might have to look for the, those specific for people and right. then, you know, get them married. Like, hey, you look good. Like, you look good. You both You're going to have good. to start cruising. Yeah, 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 yeah. As we gays like to call it. You're going to have to start <laughs> cruising Facebook for people who are engaged and who might be maybe comic book, Comic-Con fans. Yeah. Especially, right? Because that for, could be fun. For anybody who's interested in that, uh, what you could do is look up hashtags. That's a little yeah, tool that you can yeah, start doing sure. now. There's hashtags like uh, she said yes that you could. Is that what you do? Yep. Uh, yeah. I'll look through that or by location. So then how do you, <laughs> how do you, th now do you specifically then look for her? Uh, not necessarily. I haven't really gotten to that point of getting a client off of that. Got but it. it's but just, just that there's always so many tools that you can use yeah. to do that. Yeah. You know? Well, let's not give up all your tricks of the trade. Okay. Because those are yours. Oh. You don't need the competition. There's enough out there already. So now you do gay and lesbian weddings. Yes. Um, I mean, is there any difference? Not at all. Between same sex not and at traditional. All. It's just love. Yeah. Love is love. Love is love. <laughs> love is love until someone slept with the with, with someone else in the, in the party. <laughs> you slept with who? Um, or until all the dirt from the night before. Yeah. Uh, the bachelor party yeah. starts coming out. Uh, <laughs> what is your absolute favorite part then? I mean, of of weddings. You like to dance? Oh, yeah. Uh, is the reception? Reception, I would say, I think is... Uh, obviously the part when they're getting married like the the person because uh, I've done different things where there's like a rabbi on board or a yes, priest and stuff sure. like that so those those things capture like my heart that's yeah, when I start melting yes. like oh these messages are so beautiful so that's a, a part of me that I really enjoy <laughs> and then the rest I was gonna say depending on where along they are in their engagement yeah. maybe a midwife on yeah. hand too <laughs> Just to have her on deck, just in case she's about to explode. <laughs> we must get married. Yeah. But then the reception is the part when a lot of people are loosened up now. They're yeah. all like, you know, having their... Sure, right. They're, they're, they're having they're fun. toxic, you know, their you know, uh, poisons. Yeah, 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 yeah things yeah. like that. So everybody's just there to have a great time. And then, you know... I'll now, are those mind. the moments then? Do you... Do you ever have them at that as a request for people to post their messages? Directly into the camera, or that's still just tacky. No, no, no. I'll I'll do just, that. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. separate um either the bride or, or they the groom. can just do it at that moment in the reception. Correct. Yeah. By the way, I've hosted weddings, and I've roasted, so we should <laughs> exchange information. Yeah. Because I could use some more work. Gotcha. Um. Do you not? Do you allow yourself to partake? Because I have <laughs> in the open bars. I have in the fun, and I don't do it unless the, the they and tell they me invite to. You, you know, to. because I mean, you still have to limit yourself. Yeah, you know, of course, you're working. Yeah, I'm here. I'm. You're not like, there to be the mess. I've had to be the one to be like, listen, <laughs> because you know, if if I'm the MC, I'm like, I'm gonna 
do the first roasting and if I'll, I'll leave it open yeah. to whoever wants to put a message mm-hmm. for the bride and groom. And usually it's the bride's drunk sister. And I, I have to put, I have to limit her. Yeah. So I kind of play, that's the time, even though I can do it funny, I still kind of have to play the straight guy. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like, oh, you know. Yeah. Not too strict, but you know, you got to, there's lines, you there's know. boundaries. Next. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Take the mic away. There's times where I'm having to look out for someone else because they're like way too sure. drunk. So I'm like, hey, we ever hit on by bridesmaid? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Yeah, I don't know. No. I haven't. <laughs> Who's the guy with the camera? <laughs> so cute. I'm gonna give him my slice of cake, <laughs> and then when he gets to the bottom, he's gonna find my phone number yeah. at the bottom of the plate. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Here's my card. It's in my bra. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm married, by the way. Um, oh, wow. He's not here. Um, <laughs> any events you don't like doing? Um, it's pro- You probably don't have an answer for it because you're like, I'll take the event. <laughs> yeah, I, I pretty much enjoy anything. I'll I take do. it. It's just that I, I, I think it's a part of a learning. A month wrestling birthday? <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> it's, it's part of like learning the process and yes. like... You'll grow with it. So at first, like, it's very hard if you kind of really don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But then when you really understand it, it's like, oh, let's have fun with this now. Yeah. You know? Now, you recently produced a video project for a father. Yes. Since it was Father's Day. Yeah, we're still working on it. For his daughter, for his 15-year-old daughter's birthday who lives in Mexico. Yes. Tell us about that. So there's a gentleman that I know who works at the supermarket and at the laundromat around where I live. So Mm -hmm. he has two jobs. And this guy... um, Other than being a father. Yeah, of course. Yeah, He found out that I did uh, video work because I had a conversation with him at at some point. And he told me how he thought he was going to be able to celebrate his daughter's quinceanera in Mexico. And he then tells me like, hey, you know, but I do want to give her something. So it was really interesting to be there and film um, him in all these different types of landmarks within New York City, as well as capturing the speech because he wrote it from the heart. Yeah. You know, and at that point, that's when I was like, I started feeling like this. There's like people have problems in the world, but like this is a specific one that I'm interacting with at first hand where this guy who really wants to celebrate his daughter's birthday can't be there. Yeah. You know, he's working two jobs. He's in a whole nother country. He barely really knows English that well. So I had to speak, you know, Spanish like 99% of the time I was with him, which is another kind of thing that I don't ever have to really do. Right. You know, depending on. But obviously a great skill to have in New York City. Yes, of course. Sure. Yeah. um, So I'm glad I'm able able to speak English now because then there was a lot of conversations in Spanish I've been having these past few days. Um, But it was a, a very humbling and very touching experience. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, because you think about it, you've had to invest first in this career of yours. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, you you know, it's always put to good use. You know, how does I mean, I mean, I'd imagine it's rewarding. Oh, yeah. Each and every time. Yeah. Yeah. That as well as it's a, a media outlet when you put things together that hold for creative sake yeah you know such as uh, even for music videos yes. or for 
um, skating videos. Like these are all different types of things that people could then attain and say like, wow, that's creative. And it gave me inspiration to do this. Yes. That's the part where it's very rewarding. Yes. There are small little projects that I've done that people then contact me and say, I've gotten great inspiration from this and I'm working on this now. And that is something that I find like the most appealing out of yeah. what I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best. I mean, your feedback is also instantaneous, right? It's right there. I yeah. mean, well, of course, but it's like every time you get that. Mm -hmm. and, and then, of course, after you also deliver the final project, which is what? Is that through Dropbox or? Um, sometimes I'll do it through like a WeTransfer file or a Dropbox. Um, I send out USB drives. Yeah. To the, the, do you ever, ever have ever have like a a helicopter bride who will like, well, I want to look over the entire editing process with you. I'm coming over. No, no, no. <laughs> but I did, I did have times when um, I would have, I would send something and they'd send it back and be sure. like, I want can, this, I want can, this, I yeah, want this, I yeah. want that. And I mean, you know, it's part of the yeah, process. Yeah. So. Okay. So now you produce, you also produce and compose instrumentals, which also, I'm a, it's your music that goes on. Uh, do you use your own music for bed music on your videos as well? Not not anything for event wise. Got it. I like to keep it traditional, and as if it's going right. for a specific oh, right. field, I you give them want, that. You want a, a nice, yeah, a, a, maybe a piano, yeah, some violin, little violin strings, sure. yeah, things like that. Um, but now you do you compose electronic music? Um, if it's okay with you, yeah, and and, and of course for time, I had to. Pick a specific track. <laughs> so we are going to play for our listeners uh, a track you did. Oh my goodness! Is that okay? It's okay. I don't know what track it is, but we're gonna we're gonna listen to Trio. Okay. And then we'll come back. Okay. Uh, so now you guys hang out um, with us. Uh, we are gonna listen to an original track composed by our guest Brian Breton. You are listening to the Junkie Jammer or. Jungle Jam You hear me on like Jungle Jam my mom. <laughs> the Jungle Jam Hour right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Stay tuned, guys.
You are listening to the Jungle Jam Hour. The track that's playing right now is a track entitled Trio by our guest, composed by our guest, Brian Breton. (laughs) Thank you so very much for sharing with us. That was indeed a surprise, but I'm glad you did it. That was cool. I, I got to dance a little to my own you stuff. You got to dance. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you love music. The, I, I love it, by the way. Thank you. You. I always get nervous. Um, I've had some pretty incredible musicians come on. I've had some pretty bad ones. <laughs> Mostly great. Yeah. And, and I'm always so happy that we can play their music. Um, which I'll get yours logged on. Um, cool to to our um, uh, to our playlist later. Um, so now, obviously, you love music. I love your ear. I love music. By the way, I just love your ear for music. Um, obviously, you've always you you. That was one of the reasons you got into videography was because of music too. Yeah. How can you marry the two, so to speak? Um, And it's, you orchestrated and directed videos based on music. Yeah. Um, So now what is it about electronic music that inspires you? I love the upbeat kind of tempo. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I enjoyed because I've always enjoyed dancing. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're gonna have a good time and you're gonna be all joyful in the in the space, uh, electronic music is a, a place that I've always enjoyed having to bust it down. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But another thing is, um, electronic music composes. There's also different subgenres. Yes. Within it, which expands like this horizon of chill music yes you know um chill trap because that's like the thing where it's like trap but then it's also very chill and it reminds me of like a very retro old school kind of feel all right there's different types yeah there's different types of 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 that music yeah and a lot of it doesn't necessarily need lyrics to make you feel a certain way it's more of like it'll be unraveled for you and then you kind of take what you can out of it yeah so that's what I really enjoyed from it. Also, I don't know if I have a very uh, lyrical-based vo- like voice or vocal-like thing to do. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm not a very vocal person in that sense. So uh, that's okay. I'm just trying. I'm, we're actually playing. We're gonna play some of your music. Why not? I'm like, wait a minute. Why not? Why shouldn't I just play some of your music behind us? <laughs> this one is called Saving. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just yeah. going to loop this here. Okay, so um, now how long does it typically take you then to compose a piece? I used to treat composing a piece like a nine to five job. Like I would you, literally you spend, have to, right? I would spend eight hours and I would make sure like I would clock in. Hey, if I start <laughs> at this time, by this time I should be done. And then it would take literally the whole day plus more. So, but it's gotten easier. Yeah, it's a faster process for you now. Yeah, it's a faster process getting to you like, have learn the, the idea. Tools. You know how to make that sound. Yeah, yeah. And it all starts from being create, like taking the creativity from your mind and saying like, oh, I want to shape this sound to do this to reproduce this. What do I need? Yeah. So then you would just find out the tools for it. Yeah. How's the reception been to your music so far, or is this not something 
you don't particularly share as much. Yeah, this is not something I particularly share as much. You can, you I should. Can. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, but um, I have <laughs> I have posted my stuff. Um, Just hide all the garbage. Yeah, Just- <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> um, I have gotten feedback about it to the point where like I actually sold a few tracks. That's great. Like I made money. I love of it. that. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask you that, um, because. In one of your recent Instagram posts, you gave praise and thanks to all those, this is literally my next question for you, who have provided you feedback on your work. Yeah. Um, what has some of those notes or critiques been and, and how instrumental have they been to your process afterward? You mean in the spectrum just of the, what I'm... Of everything you of do. Everything? You know, you, you're, you're just, you're a producer of, of not just content, you're a producer of personal personalized yeah content for others well um it's helped kind of mold me to understand that like you have to go that extra mile to get anything that. in particular though anything particular that 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 stands out well i got a review that was uh, given to me by uh, on my linkedin account <laughs> <laughs> where uh very thankfully, someone who I did a in an event for, they also wrote the review about how I didn't stop until I got it right. Right. You know? Which so is I, what you have to do anyway. Pretty right? much. So um, that as well as um, the feedback that I get for certain people about like how I do certain things. Um, it's, it's a very personality-based thing. You could be a great artist or a great uh, light designer or director, but then when it comes to personality, you know, it's... That really counts because nobody really wants to work with someone who's very, yeah, you know, snobbish. Yeah. You guess? <laughs> Hi, I'm here to put your video together. Shut up. I was talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm here to just be like, hey, let's do I this. I didn't ask for your anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more like. You know what? I'm working here. Get out. But you need her. She's the bride. You get out too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and literally anything I do, I always make sure that the person is comfortable. They're they reciprocating that. And we're going to do what we want to do and have a great time doing it. Yes. So you've been a professional for a few years, especially in media. Uh, you recently were a guest speaker at your high school, Truman High School. Yeah. Um, how fun was that? How rewarding that was, was that? That was awesome. To be invited to do that. Um, what were some of the topics of conversation? Obviously, media production. Yeah. The importance of the the work ethics that you get when you get out of high school. Yeah. Because I was coming back to revisit, like, my roots, basically. <laughs> and roots. then And then... <laughs> what you need to redo. Once- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and basically showing them, like, what I did step by step. You know, how I got from high school to the most fearful thing at that time or that age is college. Yes. They're saying, I want to go to college, but I don't know what for. Yeah. And um, I got to teach them a little bit of like what I did knowing that I don't know if this is going to be where my life is going to go, but I'm going to just continue with it. And that was the thing that I wanted them to leave that day with was whatever you're doing in your life, just keep doing it if you enjoy it. Yes. You know, don't trade it for the world for anything. Yeah. Um. So I got a lot of really good feedback. I love to see like the, the kids having hope, you know, yes. because... <laughs> Interestingly enough, uh, do you t- feel though that young children nowadays, because everything is they can get it easily or just create it on their own, that because everything we do now did not come without 
pragmatic and practical work. It wasn't always creative, but our creative stuff came more easily after we've learned the harder work. Yeah. Or just doing, you know, you know, learning how to compose an email or a letter or Yeah. um learning how learning how to correspond, you yeah. know, how to um pitch something, you know, well obviously writing and reading is just what you need. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the thing about now is that things are becoming more available and overwhelming because there's so many distractions. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like back in the day, if you weren't having to be distracted by anything, you, you know, it is what it is for that moment. Maybe the TV and the radio. Yeah. But now it's like you can easily get lost within your creativity because yes. there's so many things that are all combined like in one shot. And you could have it all to yourself. There's no... You're not sharing the television or the remote with yeah. anyone. <laughs> Fine, then I'll just go do some work then. You yeah. can watch TV. Yeah. That's a good point. It is. So um, I have a few questions here. We're almost out of time. Um, I was going to play a quick game with you, but I don't know if we're going to have time. I say we should just go for uh -oh. it. I was going to do some, some other boring, boring questions. <laughs> but let's do a game real quick. I think we'll have some time. Um, we're just going to leave your music on. So now you have, a, um, yesterday was Father's Day. You have, according to you, two wonderful nephews. Yeah. That you like to treat children of your own. Yeah. Except for the discipline. We get that. I like to discipline my nieces and nephews. <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm too much of a nice guy. I'm a, I'm a nice guy. You just wait. <laughs> You're too much of a nice guy until they're not nice. You just wait. <laughs> you just wait, Uncle Bri Bri. Um, now you don't like to change the diapers and you don't like the feeding part, which if you ask me, makes you a terrible uncle. But now, <laughs> um, maybe I'm just jealous cause I've changed a lot in my day. Um, but now I wanted to do this quiz cause I thought it'd be fun. And it's, um, what type of dad you would be if you could be one. See, that's the thing. If I could be a dad, I'd. I'd get walked all over. Yeah. Well, we're going to find that out right now. I'm serious. So now do people consider you a dreamer? Um, yes, very much so. No way. I don't think so. Maybe a little. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. We, we're going to bang through these. Do you work a nine to five job? It's actually like, it fluctuates Are the time. Are you kidding? Yes. So lame. Of course. Yes. But I'm trying to get out of it. Sadly. Yes. Uh, whichever was like second or third. Of course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> Um, what type of music do you like best? We know this. It's not on here. We're going to put other. Electronic music? Yeah. It's not up here. Uh. Pop, folk, and Americana, country, indie rock. Indie Have rock is cool. We over we're moving on. Have you ever wanted to be an actor, writer, or artist? You are one. So we're going to put yes. <laughs> do you think it is important to be best friends with your kid? Up to a point. Yes. No, I'm a dad, not a friend. I don't think that's my role. Yes. Yes. Yes, period. You yeah. like those answers. Would you take your kid everywhere with you? What, what age? We're talking about... Everywhere with you? No. <laughs> Some of the places I go aren't that kid-friendly. Nope. Yes, I might try. The kid-friendly thing. Because if I'm going to like a, a bar... You uh, know what? I don't we're, we're, we're just not going to make it. We only have a minute left. <laughs> we're not going to make it. There's 30 questions on this thing. Wow. We're going to find out. Okay. 
and then <laughs> we'll find that out. So now, um, where uh, can we find you? We know uh, we could find you uh, brianbreton.com mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram and Twitter, Brian underscore Breton. Facebook business page, obviously they could find you, same name, same as for YouTube. Yes. And SoundCloud. Correct. Um, people could also collaborate with you um, on hitrecord.org. Yes. Um, which is great. Thank you so very much for joining Thank me, Thank you so much, Chris, for having me. Uh, for everything we do here, you can find out more information on RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. And uh, for everything I do, you can find out on Junk and Jam.com. Thank you so very much, guys.